0: For the vast majority of my life, I've lived less than a 10-minute walk from the Atlantic Ocean. The great blue expanse teeming with more life than I can imagine, and despite the abundance and proximity of the ocean, it was more common to see pork chops or ground beef on the dinner table than fish. When we did eat fish, it was limited to salmon and haddock. My family is not unique in our limited exposure to fish. Even in restaurants in Nova Scotia, it is much easier to sell salmon or haddock than any other type of fish. Halibut would be up there too, and with cod becoming more and more available, that is also being sold more, but nothing sells better than salmon and haddock. The truth is, I know more people who grew up on the ocean who don't like fish than ones that do. How is that possible? Why, when the ocean is right there, do we limit ourselves to such a narrow selection? And how is it possible that so many people don't even like fish? I'm sure that there is a complex socioeconomic explanation that can be traced back generations. But there's also a simple answer. Whenever I ask someone why they don't like fish, the answer is almost always the same. Their mother always overcooked it, and it turned them off of it forever. I'm serious. That is the answer I get time and time again. As to why we limit ourselves mostly to salmon and haddock, I honestly don't know. It could be familiarity. It's all we know. It could be price. I remember my mother buying whole salmon for 4 or $5. It could be availability. Our grocery stores aren't exactly stocked to the gills with varieties of fish. Who knows? Whatever the reason, the only solution is knowledge. When you know how to better cook fish, you are more likely to eat it. And when you know what you are looking for, you are more likely to buy And when you are confident in your ability to cook and buy familiar fish, you're more likely to branch out and try something new. And so today, in hopes that we will expand our horizons a bit, I present to you everything I know about cooking fish. Today, it is most common to buy fish in pieces could be whole fillets or individual portions. And it could be fresh or frozen. No matter how you buy it, there are some things to keep in mind. Where to buy fish? First of all, I highly suggest that if you have access to a store or market that specializes in selling fish, that you buy it there rather than at the supermarket. In all honesty, where I'm from, it is really common to buy fish right from the fisherman from the back of a truck in a hardware store parking lot, and it doesn't get much fresher than that. I have found that anytime time I have had problems with the freshness or quality of fish, it has come from the grocery store, not from the back of a truck, and not from uh, a fish market. So having said that, there is a convenience element to buying your fish where you buy all of your other groceries. I get it, and I still do that, too. Buying pieces of fresh fish. So when buying pieces of fish, there are three main things to look for. The smell, the color, and the texture. Fresh fish doesn't smell bad. It doesn't really smell like much at all. Maybe mildly like the ocean. That's it. If it smells, don't buy it. The color should be bright and crisp. Salmon, trout, and arctic char should be bright pink or red. White fish should be white, not gray. Finally, the fish should not be slimy, except for arctic char that still has the skin on it. It is perfectly normal for char skin to be slimy. It is perfectly acceptable for you to step up to the fish counter, point to a piece of fish, and ask for a closer look. They likely won't let you hold it, but you should be able to get close enough uh, to tell if it smells or to see if it looks odd in any way. Also, when buying fresh fish, it is always best to eat it that day or at least the next day. You don't want it sitting around for longer than that always ask if it has been previously frozen or not if it has been its shelf life is limited and you really shouldn't freeze it again i hope it goes without saying but when buying fresh fish stay away from the discount bin it's always worth the few dollars you're going to save sorry it isn't worth the few dollars you're going to save i apologize buying pieces of frozen fish modern fish and trawlers are very advanced It's not uncommon for the fish these days to be processed and flash frozen right on board the trawler within hours of it being hauled in. Some even package the fish right on board. So buying frozen fish isn't too much of a worry, with a few exceptions. I always look for where the fish is from. I typically stay away from farmed fish from Asia, like tilapia, as their health standards and regulations are a lot different than ours. I also generally don't buy fish that was frozen in store. You know it when you see it. It's packaged on those blue styrofoam boards that is typically fish that was nearing the end of its life in the fresh display and so got frozen to be sold another day. Stay away from that. Buying whole fish. When buying whole fish, the same principles apply as with pieces of fish. It shouldn't smell and it shouldn't look slimy. You also want to look at the eyes of the fish. They should not be cloudy. The clearer they are, the fresher the fish. I would also typically ask the fishmonger to scale the fish if it hasn't already been done, uh, as you do not want to do that. You can even ask them to fillet it for you if you'd like. I will say that in grocery stores, the person working going to be on the fish counter likely knows less about fish than you do, so go to a fishmonger. Wild fish versus farm fish. So there's a lot of talk about farm fish these days, so I thought it was important to talk a little bit about it. Fish farming is a very old practice that dates back to at least as far as ancient Rome. It was common for the wealthy to have tilapia ponds so they could always have fresh fish. Today, fish farming is becoming increasingly more important. Our demand for fish continues to grow, and we're fishing the oceans dry. Before too long, it's likely that farm fish will be more common than wild caught. It's really an inevitability. inevitability excuse me. Having said that, there have been issues with farm fish. Uh, But the technology is improving and it is becoming more friendly to the environment and the fish. I would suggest doing a little research into the topic. Cooking fish. The key to cooking fish is to not overcook it. I know, I know, that is the most obvious statement in the world, but it's true. Fish is not chicken. It does not need to have the crap cooked out of it to be safe. For the record, neither does chicken. When fish is cooked properly, it should be tender and moist. It should leave your mouth Um, it shouldn't leave your mouth feeling dry excuse me let's take a look at some common fish and how to cook them cooking haddock fillets so let's say you want to bake some haddock lay it on a baking sheet and season it with a little lemon salt pepper fresh herbs and oil sounds delicious you turn the oven on to 400 degrees Fahrenheit how long does it take to cook that fish through 45 minutes 30 minutes no probably 10 to 12 minutes depending on the size of the fillets Really big fillets may take 15 minutes. Small fillets may take eight. Haddock should easily flake when cooked, but not fall apart. It should be firm to the touch, but not springy. It shouldn't feel rubbery. When you do cut into it, the flakes should look shiny. Not translucent, that's undercooked. Not dry, that's overcooked. Cooking salmon fillets. Exact same principles apply to cooking salmon, whether it is in portions or whole fillets that applies to haddock. There are only really two differences. A salmon filet, so half of a salmon, will take longer to cook than a haddock, likely 18 to 22 minutes. A portion of salmon will take about the same amount of time, 10 to 12 minutes, less if you sear it in a pan first. Now just like the haddock, it should be flaky uh, but not fall apart. It should be firm but not springy. When you cut into it, it should look shiny, not dull. It shouldn't look dry. And it shouldn't look translucent. Though with salmon, a little translucence in the center is okay. Basic principles for cooking fish. The basic principles for cooking fish are pretty much universal. There are, of course, exceptions, like tuna. You want a tuna steak to be rare in the middle. Honestly, if your salmon or haddock is slightly undercooked, it isn't going to hurt you. You've probably had salmon sushi before. The key is really, really just don't overcook it. There's nothing worse than overcooked fish. Cooking times are based on thickness of the fish, just like with anything else. But what I can say is that typically the cooking time is much less than you think it is. It's okay to check the fish and then keep cooking it if it isn't ready yet. So aim to undercook it a little, and then pop it back in. Cooking the fish in a pan. The key to cooking fish in a pan is to start with a hot pan, don't overcrowd it, use a bit of oil and butter, and again, don't overcook it. Fish that you cook in a pan is generally going to be thin fillets, which cook quickly. Typically, three to five minutes per side uh, is is more than enough. Obviously, the thicker the fish, the longer it will need to cook. Start with the presentation side down. That's just the nicer side of the fish. Leave it alone for three to four minutes. Flip it and leave it alone again. Only flip it the one time. Check it for doneness. Again, firm but not springy. and Either take it out of the pan or keep cooking it if it needs it. Uh, for pan frying fish, that still has the skin on, uh, if you want to, you want to get the pan nice and hot. Add some oil and butter, and place the fish skin side down. By nice and hot, I mean like over a medium heat. Only cook it for two minutes or so. Again, this is skin side up. Only cook it for about two minutes or so. Flip it and cook it the rest of the way. You want to cook it 60 to 70 percent of the way through, skin side down. This will give you a nice crisp skin. As long as the pan stays hot. And if you notice that your fish is curling up, score the skin. So just put a few lines with your knife uh, in the skin before you cook it. Flavors. When cooking fish, use mild flavors. There's no point in burying the flavor of the fish. A little seasoning, a bit of fresh herbs, and a little acid like lemon or wine will go a long way. I hope that this has helped in some way guide you towards eating a bit more fish i know that i have to and the key is just to not be afraid of it you know if you know how to cook one fish you probably know how to cook another if you know how to buy one fish you probably know how to buy another if you have any questions about this post you can ask me on social media on facebook at uh, ben kelly cooks on instagram at chef ben kelly or on twitter at chef ben kelly and as always, thank you for listening. I'm Chef Ben. This is Food and Five brought to you by How to Not Burn Shit.com, your modern culinary manual. And this has been everything I know about fish, really. Uh, have a great weekend, everybody. I'll be back on Monday where we're going to do beef stroganoff in 30 minutes or less. Have a great weekend. Thank you, as always, for listening. I'll talk to you soon.